0: Love Talk Radio Good morning, afternoon or evening and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naji E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at YieldToTheKingMinistry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, The Best We Can Be. And I'm going to read the promo material because it lays the foundation. The best we can be. In our sinful state, our goodness is tainted with selfish motives and selfish desires. Our goodness does not please God. No one does good, not even one. God's goodness, on the other hand, represents his standard of goodness in all his ways. In Jesus Christ... Our Heavenly Father ushers in a newness that is cloaked in Christ's righteousness and the old self will pass away. Christ renews and transforms our minds. During that process, God will develop our potential to the greatest degree possible. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and this is the New King James Version, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things have become new. When we yield and surrender, the Holy Spirit does in us the best version of self we can be. The best we can be. Okay. So back in the 1980s and 1990s, the Army's tagline was all too familiar. Be all you can be. Today, the Army is reviving a decades-old ad slogan, hoping it will reach a new generation of recruits. According to an article I read in the American Homefront Project by Jay Price, and this is dated in March of 2023, so it's a current article, the Army fell 25% short of its target of 60,000 new recruits last year. So they are launching a fresh marketing campaign with hopes of reaching more and more recruits. Well, today, I'm here to talk about our episode entitled, The Best We Can Be. No matter where we are or what we are doing, we can strive to be the best we can be. But the questions are, can we do it alone? And who defines what version of best is for us? Let's consider the definition of the word best. So I looked up the word best, and I found that there was a noun, a verb, an adverb, and an adjective. So a noun, best means, that which is the most excellent, outstanding, or desirable. Now remember, a noun is a word that names something such as a person, a place, thing, quality, or an idea. So that which is most excellent, outstanding, or desirable could be referring to quality or an idea. Now best is also used in the verb tense and it means to outwit or get the better of someone. And a verb, as we know, is a word used to describe an action, state, or occurrence. So with The definition to outwit or get the better of someone could be an action, of course. It could be a state of mind, and it also could be an occurrence. Now, best can also be used as an adverb, and that means to the highest degree, most. And an adverb typically express manners, uh, excuse me, adverbs, typically express manner, place, time, frequency, degree, level of certainty, etc. Answering questions such as how, in what way, when, where, or to what extent. So if we look at the definition of best as an adverb to the highest degree and then also most, we're talking about the uh, degree, maybe even a level of certainty. And then we're answering the question, uh, to what extent? And then let's take a look at the word best as an adjective. And it means of the most excellent desirable type or quality. Now, an adverb is a word that describes a noun or a noun phrase. So the description here is excellent, effective, desirable, and it's a type of quality. So if we look at the theme of the descriptive words, we have highest degree, excellent, effective, and better. If we take these words and apply them to the phrase, be the best we can be, we're talking about quality, a level of certainty, and answering the question, in what way and to what extent. Becoming the best we can be is reaching our potential with excellence. Not perfection, but excellence. And our aim is to grow in grace and knowledge with our heart's desire to please Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, his yield will be our best outcome. Let's take a look and see what... 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18 says and this is the New International version and it reads 2 Peter 3:18 and it reads but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to him be glory both now and forever amen by this Peter means that we are to grow and mature in our understanding and experience of the grace we have received and also in our knowledge about and experience of Christ. This is the way we enter more fully into the abundant life that Jesus gives us. And that's in reference to what's found in John, the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, New International Version, says, the thief comes to only steal and kill and destroy. And here's the contrast. I, meaning Jesus, I have come that they may have life and have it to its fullest, some versions say, and to have it more abundantly. So the contrast, we know what the enemy comes to do, but we also know and can stand on and believe what Christ said he came to do, and that is to, that we would have life and have it to its fullest. If our purpose and aim in life is not rooted in Christ Jesus, then we are in pursuit of selfish desires and ambitions. Let's talk about man's goodness versus God's goodness. According to Romans chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 23 and 24, New International Version, it reads, verse 23, Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 24 says, and all all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. The harsh reality here is God is righteous and humanity has a tendency to be unrighteous. There is no one who does good, not even one. And in order to please God, we must acknowledge our sinfulness through confession Accept Jesus' person and work on the cross, receive him as our personal savior, and then walk by faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. So within fallen mankind, goodness can be observed, but in reality, such goodness is painted with sinful motives and selfish desires. We live in a world that is tainted by sin, and too often, Worldly thoughts and desires take over our minds and our thought patterns, and we strive to become the best we can be based on the world's standards. But God's standards are different, and he demands excellence and righteousness that comes from being in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, this is the New King James Version, reads, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We cannot perform, we cannot achieve perfection in and of ourselves. The perfection is in Christ Jesus based on who he is and what he did on our behalf. He was without sin. He had no sin and sin is not in him. Christ Jesus clothes us in his righteousness, and that is from where our righteousness comes. The Greek word for perfect can be translated as complete, finished, fully developed. Our Savior asks us to become complete, finished, fully developed, to be perfected in the virtues and attributes he and our Heavenly Father Exemplify. We've got this internal and external warring that goes on. Internally, it's between the flesh, uh, it's against the flesh and the spirit, spirit against the flesh, flesh against the spirit. And externally, it's what the world offers as a lifestyle versus what God has planned for us. Living in the world among its influences and being in Christ Jesus is tough. We all have something that we're dealing with. We all have struggles. So how do we reconcile the two, this warring, the flesh and the spirit? It takes discipline. Listen to what this passage says in Romans. This is Romans chapter 2, excuse me, chapter 12, verse 2, chapter 12, verse 2, New King James Version. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, New King James Version, I'll read it again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Even though we are in the world, we cannot think like the world. Christ will transform our minds, how we think, how we, our, our thought patterns, our appetites, etc. if we allow him. We must claim that Christ began the work in us, and he will finish that work. Listen to what the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Philippi. This is in Philippians chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 5 through 6, and this is the New International Version. Philippians chapter 1, verse 5 says, Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, verse 6 says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So in conclusion, The best we can be means our greatest potential. The question is, what is that for us individually? I can't answer that question for you uh, because I'm still learning for myself. But God knows what he wants for us and from us. That's between God and each person. He will define best based on who he is and his purpose and plan for his people. For starters, we can ask ourselves, what does God want me to do in his kingdom? He does not hold back. His purpose and plan for us will be revealed. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11-13, through 13, the New American Standard Bible reads, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for prosperity and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Verse 12 says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And, verse 13 says, And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And whatever it is that we do, let us glorify our Heavenly Father. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24, New International Version, it reads, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Verse 24 says, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. So with that, I'm going to say may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.